my name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And welcome to another episode of Let's Get To It. Is this episode 30? This is episode 30. <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> this is episode 30, and it's affectionately titled, How It Started, How's It Going? <laughs> I had to really think about how to say that. How It Started, how it's going. So, Mujib, how'd it start? <laughs> um, it was all a dream. <laughs> all right, Biggie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day, because um, where I'm currently living, I can see the ridge from where I used to live. And so, um, so if I look north, I can see this big ridge, and we called it the ridge, that's where we lived. And um, that's where it started like that's where north country kettlebell started the the first photographs of me doing anything um are all at the base of that ridge i used to sit out on my deck and write my plans up looking at the ridge um i used to go for walks on the ridge for inspiration and all those things and so um and so especially now like coming into the springtime which is when i was really making a lot of the plans come to actually become solid um i look at that ridge and i'm like wow like that's that's really where it started and if i can send some energetic you know encouragement to my 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 past self you know kind of through the the universal waves yeah um, shooting them that way and saying like hey bro like it's it's gonna work everything that you're writing down is is gonna come to pass and so stay with it because you know like I was, you know, I don't know. Like, we talked a little bit about, like, the the origin stories of everything in episode one. Yeah. But, you know, like, to dive deep into it, like, I was really bad off when I first started North Country Kettlebells. You know, I didn't have, um, I, I wasn't really working at all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, running through my savings. Like, I didn't really have anything. I'm pretty sure, full disclosure, I think I had a... Um, trash bag for a shower curtain you know what Mm. i mean like that that level of like pinching every single cent that i had to try to figure out how to make my life work i don't think i had a driver's license right Mm. like i got a couple big tickets in massachusetts for speeding um lost my driver's license yeah totally you know and it's like you have this um in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Vermont, there's like, if you lose your license in one of those states, and you lose your license in all those states. Uh, and so I didn't know that. So I lost my license from speeding and not I didn't know that either, Massachusetts. actually. Yeah, yeah. There's so, that yeah. reciprocity there. Watch out, everybody. Yeah, Massachusetts tickets, watch out. You'll get pulled over someday and have to go sleep somewhere else, maybe. Um, but either way, like, um, yeah, I was just bad off. I didn't have a car or nothing. So I like to send myself back those 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 good vibes and let myself know like hey like go for it because north country kettlebells was like um it was my shot in the dark you know it was my Mm. like last straw like if if this doesn't work then fuck this i'm leaving like you know what i mean like i tried Mm. so many things and i i tried so hard to turn my life into a direction that it needed to go you know before that i was doing a lot of things that i didn't really agree with and and wouldn't agree with now if i saw myself to do them i'd tell myself to stop and so Mm. um north country kettlebells was really my way of changing the direction for myself so that's really how it started was just sitting on some deck pretty much shooting prayers out into the dark trying to figure out if i was going to be able to do this thing wow and then you're and you're staring at the same ridge. Yeah, so now I stare at the same ridge. I can see it out of my bathroom window when I wake up in the morning, that sort of thing. 
You know what's creepy and cool about that story for you? Is I have found myself back on Pine Street. And for those of you, I'm I'm referencing Pine Street in Burlington, Vermont. Mm. And that's where Rev started. Was on Pine Street. And I'm... I'm back there in a very different capacity, but it's it's still like en route, you know, to the next big thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not a negative. Right. It's just funny that we're both we've kind of come full circle, right. and you're staring at sort of that that ridge, and it's taking you back, and I'm back on the street where it all started, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's uh, it it's kind of making me think of the whole like never forget where you came from kind of you know and it's it's woven into us and like you said part of our energetics and and part of our our being it's just part of that journey mm-hmm. so it's really interesting how for both of us the sort of original whatever is sort of we're kind of in the vicinity of that but like still the trajectory is still moving us forward right right yeah no i think yeah. about like if um I think about like a a circle, right? But more like a spiral mm, in that mm-hmm. set. So like, you know, like I might come back to the same sort of place, but am I in the same, am I on the same level actually that I was when I was here last, you know? Um, and also like how much more information have I brought back with me to this period of time? And I really love the energetics of it because then I can, I can really imagine that I'm sending that energy to myself in the past but then i can mm-hmm. also imagine that i'm getting that energy from the future like my future self is sending that energy to me it's letting me know to keep it going to, to that it's going to work that the dream is going to happen that the thing that i'm working on right now and the reason why i'm working on it right now is going to turn into the thing that i want it to become you know mm. and so i i try to kind of get that from both directions in every direction that i can that um that there is there's because sometimes the inspiration seems crazy. Like, why am I right. why am I up in the morning doing this thing? Is anybody going to see this? Is anybody going to jump on this? Am I am I you know, just still a shot in the dark? You know, um, and so sometimes I need to remember that like that that inspired voice is actually you know the fact that we're timeless beings. Like I'm already mm. in eternity. Mm. You know, it's it's so whatever between now and then is just me being able to understand if I can send messages back on the line or not. Oh, I just got this imagery of like of an upward spiral, mm-hmm. you know, as you're talking about that. And and I want to kind of I want to put that out there because I think everybody always talks about the downward spiral. Right. <laughs> I don't hear anyone talking about an upward spiral, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'd like to think that we're on one. And, uh, you know, that that's yeah, I don't know. I just got that visual of, mm. of kind of that spinning upwards and that you are circling back to these previous locations. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. It's not random. Right, right. How do you, you feel know? about it all these days? Like how it started? How it started, how it's going. You know, it's funny. I think back to we've had so many conversations that 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 deal with these things. And I, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, measure measurements for success and how people would measure success and you know someone may look at my situation currently which is if you've been following the podcast you're kind of up on up on things if you're new to the podcast first of all welcome (laughs) and if you're new to the podcast um real quick i'll just mention that you know i've i've grown from a small indoor cycling studio to got 
fairly large um, and expanded into other other modalities of fitness. And then um, as COVID has sort of continued, um, I have given up this very large physical footprint of a studio. And when I think about that, um, you know, people from the outside looking in may think, oh, like that's too bad. Like that's a negative or that's some kind of failure or some or I'm on the downward spiral, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? Like coming down from having achieved X amount. And um, I'm very happy with the fact that I don't see it that way. Um, and so I'm, I'm in a different place, not one that I had necessarily envisioned for myself or thought I would be, but I'm in a I'm in a kind of creative incubator and I'm working on things that I never thought that I might have had the time to work on. Um, and I think it's, it's like, you know, I'm sharpening my steel and, um, I'm going to be back in another physical capacity and something that's pretty grand and pretty awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I've just kind of been thinking about thinking about that. And, and so much of it is, our own perspective and set of beliefs and how we see our own scenario. Like one person may say like, oh, that's such a tragedy, like, you know, or really apply these sort of like negative terminology to it. And I just don't, I don't see it or I'm not experiencing that as such. Um, And maybe that's by choice or by design or whatever. Um, But I'm sort of I'm, I'm in a way thankful that I can get to be working through some different mediums, you know, of testing out the virtual stuff, testing out what it is that I like doing, what do I not like doing when I kind of reinvent the studio, what do I want to change? You know, it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good thing. It's going to be different. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know, that's kind of, you know, where, and, and that's, I'm glossing over like some of the really hard days. <laughs> so that's not to say that like, I haven't had moments of like agony, despair, confusion, frustration, mm-hmm. <laughs> checking the bank account, like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but overall, like my overarching, like understanding of the whole thing is that like, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that kind of also touches back to the fact that we talk about faith a lot, Yeah, you know, having this faith in that, um, there's there's a lot more to be written in my story and it's like the spiral is trending up mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is this is part of the journey the right. learning journey yeah and you get to take all these other aspects that you wouldn't have planned on otherwise you know it's like i think about i think about that even just with the podcast and and even going from being a solely audio podcast to now having this visual effect as, as well and this vis- the visual element um mm-hmm. and learning uh, how to do that i think both of us have aspirations to reach a broader range and to reach a broader market um and we talked about this in the last episode as far as common common threads and thinking globally and and trying to understand that there are people that want what we have to offer all over the world and either are trying to find it and can't find it or are touching on it but not quite getting it and so you know you said this actually on tuesday after our session like there are billions of people on the planet and you know there there have to be a number of hundreds of thousands who aren't necessarily getting the service that they need to be getting um and so you know 
to have something that, that can stop us dead in our tracks and say, now you have to think bigger if you still want to keep mm-hmm. going in this direction. You have, you're going to have to like expand your own thinking, in, especially in a time when we are downsizing mm-hmm. physically. Right. Mm-hmm. So like you, you and your situation that you're explaining to me and, and me and my own situation in life, there's like this downsizing of of the physical space, the right. the the stuff that we have, the number of classes that we're offering, like all those things are kind of going down. But at the same time, our mentalities and our 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 own ideas of what is possible and what we're going to be able to do and what we want to get into and what we might be able to get into. And even like that, there might be something out there that we haven't seen yet. It's mm-hmm. just expanding more and more and more and more every single day. And so, um, so I love, I love that dichotomy. Oh my God. Yeah. Even just to hear you frame it, frame it that way, like makes me feel so much better too about the whole thing. Like, yeah, there is this, there is a downsizing that's happening yet. There's this expansion. Like there's a downsizing of almost like the, the, the physical, there's an expansion of like the, you know, the mind or the, the psychic mind or something, you know, I, I, I feel that shift too. Um, an expansion of really even letting in like what's possible, um, is exciting. So, yeah. No, I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What are you what are you working on like currently? Like where are you I'm excited to mm-hmm. if you feel like so inclined to share. Oh totally, totally. Yeah. Um well I've been I've had this video project in mind for a long time as far as you know, my my main focus always has been to try to teach people how to use kettlebells in a comprehensive way. So um, when I first started, like nobody really even knew what kettlebells were. Like I would go into a gym and 90% of the people would have no idea what I was talking about. Or, you know, there would be one coach that knew what I was talking about, or maybe two that knew that there was this training modality. But like, as far as Central Vermont, when I, I knew when I found out about them, I didn't have any idea that they existed before that. And um, I kept running into people that had no idea what they were either. And so my goal was always to try to figure out because I benefited so much from the progressive training. Like I, in the year's time, went from using a 35-pound kettlebell to using a 70-pound kettlebell. And so I wanted everybody to feel that power, you know, Mm -hmm. And, and it made me feel powerful in that way. So I wanted to be able to say, like, I can show you there's a missing link to allowing you that that you don't necessarily understand that's going to allow you to get from this weight to that next weight. And so I'm going to try to figure out how to articulate that missing link and I'm going to figure out how to present myself in a way that allows you to take me up on what I'm offering. Um, And so it's always been about trying to figure out like how to do that more and more and more. And so, you know, but pre-pandemic, we got to a point where the stride was great. Like I hooked up with you all at Rev and the message was spreading even further. More people are like, wow, there's really more to this thing. I feel like everybody that ever came to like a RevX kettlebell class was like, oh, there's so much more to know than I ever thought. And yeah, and that, that was, was like, like such a huge takeaway. People. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was my whole that's always been my goal is to help people see like there's more to know about this thing than than you do know there are more movements than just the swing. There's more um, that we're thinking about when we're doing presses and all these other movements. Like there's just, there's just a greater expanse of knowledge that you can gain from trying to get into this thing. And so, um, and so that's where I am now that 
like mid pandemic that mm-hmm. we're at this point where how do I get the word out there? And so I transitioned doing a lot of videos and in my way, my videos it, when when everything was just with the cell phone pre-pandemic, it was easy enough to be like, oh, here's a cell phone video of me talking about a press. Um, but now trying to present something to the people so that it's it looks good, so that it's mm-hmm. visually appealing, so that it has information, and then how to get that information out there in a way that is comprehensive so that you can watch a video, hear five pointers, and go back and try them with your kettlebell and actually be a better kettlebell lifter than you were before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's what I'm working on now. I have a multi-tier plan essentially of um, of just coming out with these these videos that have a little bit more information. So the first tier um, came out recently. Uh, they're just the kind of green background. They're the videos that I that we shot in Rev. And yeah. so it's like the green background backdrop wall, and it's just like single angle. Here's me doing some kettlebell movements. There's no explanation at all. You can click on it and be like, oh, kettlebell alternating goblet lunge. What's that? I'm going to watch him do it. Oh, I, maybe I can do that too. And then I'll grab my kettlebell and do it. So it's just like simple 26 videos of stuff to do with your kettlebell. Um, we'll say simple 26 videos, but that took a lot of work. Oh yeah, totally, totally, <laughs> totally. Um, and so, and you know, there, that's, that is only what I opened up to the public for my, right. my, um, my actual like online clientele have access to the full video library. So um, yeah. when they get, workout sent to them they get you know these every movement has a video attached to it and so on and so forth so um so tier two is kind of like just some quick little explanations of some of these things that you're seeing in these videos tier three is a greater explanation of those things so tier two is like a one minute trailer video essentially to like tier three which is like a five minute video um and then tier four is more of like the personalized program so like if you were in south africa or something like that and you wanted to train with me um we might train via zoom or via whatever platform that we're going to use um but then you'll also in your inbox get a series of videos that explain everything that we're talking about so if we talk about the snatch um in person i can watch you doing the snatch and i can give you all the pointers necessary to doing the snatch and you can hear everything that i'm saying and there's going to be a lot that's happening in real time that's going to allow you to be able to glean the information that i'm trying to deliver to you and you'll and then each session also you're going to learn a little bit more um Mm. and so to do that virtually um, would take a lot more time than the 45 minutes to an hour that somebody's trying to allot to training. So to also be able to give these physical uh, representations. So tier four is essentially taking that five minute video and then showing all of the different angles. So whereas tier three is like a kettlebell snatch, it's a six minute video of me explaining the kettlebell snatch. It's still only from one angle. Tier four we're looking at the hand insertion. We're looking at the path that the kettlebell's traveling. Where's mm. the kettlebell going on the backswing? How am I breathing? And there's a short, like, three-minute video attached to each one of those components. And so mm. um, that's that's my that's my current. I, and I'm having a fun time doing it. I've, I had to get a new machine to do it. I had to get some new programs that I'm learning how to use and, and some new editing software and a bunch of uh, new equipment just to figure out uh, how to deliver what I'm delivering. And so oh, for me, that yeah. speaks to how we're, or many of us that are content creators or ha- have had to figure out like how to be our own video editors, producers, mm-hmm, directors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, but it's awesome it's, because it's, you just said it. It's that content creation. And, and this is kind of where I'll stop because I can ramble on about this forever. But it is that content creation. And if mm-hmm. if 
as an entrepreneur who's working digitally trying to like get trying to get trying to build the 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 market base or trying to get my clients to grow my client base to grow Mm -hmm. um it's a lot about trying to deliver valuable information and valuable content and so um that's it's this had to be done anyway but right now just have the time to do it yeah that's how that's how i've been able to kind of think about a lot of this too is um you know, I had digital content, you know, fitness content on my mind for a couple of years before COVID. But usually what was stopping me was, oh, I'm running a really busy in-person studio seven days a week. When possibly is there time? Like Friday night at 10 o'clock at night. Hmm. Um, so thankfully, <laughs> I don't know. I don't All know. Right. To, to the, you know, the universe has said, okay, we're going to we're going to push pause on this other thing and you can go ahead and, and dive in and, and see what you think about this other, this other thing. And it's a lot of work. I mean, I know being someone that's also done a lot of video content creation, it is a lot, it's a lot of work. And then all the back end stuff, like it's uh you know, I have a, my appreciation has grown for all kinds of things. Like now, you know, knowing what, what goes into it all. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what it takes in the time and um and every every you're super detail oriented like just the detail orientedness of it like to get the lighting right and to um you know what are you to be succinct and direct and um you know what are you saying is there music overlay like mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole packaging of it totally, totally. you had a cool drop I've I've noticed lately too on your Instagram um, come a little bit more about like your coaching philosophy stuff, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which I've enjoyed. Awesome. Some That's of those great. drops. I so love feedback. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, you know, um, I'm in this marketing class, um, and what a recurring theme is often like, what, you know, what do you have to offer and what makes you unique to the world? And like expressing that, and I know you and I have kind of talked about this when we when we talk a lot about rap artists and in particular, and 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 you know artists who have a point of view, have something to say, and maybe say it differently mm-hmm. um, than what's popular, right? And um, so I think that's this time for me too has been like an exploration of that, you know, getting to know myself more, okay. um, expressing myself authentically and that's one of the reasons I love this podcast and some of the feedback that that I've heard from folks is just they appreciate our our candor mm-hmm. and um and conversation and just you know this is like this is it this is who we are <laughs> and you don't have to like it or agree with either of us all the time but um you know we appreciate all of our listeners and just hopefully you know people are just getting a slice of of who we are um and the freedom to be able to express that, um, I'm, I'm so appreciative of this medium. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, just shoot the shit as they say. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. It's like an it. old, really old saying. It's <laughs> <laughs> a timeless you know, saying. I, I just timeless. Yeah. I said to somebody, kick the can down the road earlier today. <laughs> Did I say that to you? No. Did I say kick the can? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'm losing my mind in the box. That is Zoom. Um, but yeah, yeah. Where am I going with this? But yeah, where it started, how it's going, how it started, mm. how it's going. Um, I mean, it's going. I think. Uh, yeah. 
I just, one thing I want to say, and it's, it's, it's relational to what we're talking about. I really appreciate that you just said mid pandemic, that Mm -hmm. we are mid pandemic. I actually, I actually want to highlight that because there's quite a few people that think that, you know, we're on the off ramp and I don't think we're on the off ramp. I mean, I don't know where everybody's living and how they're living, but I think you're, I think you're fairly accurate to say mid. Right, right. So I yeah, appreciate that. I just wanted to. But it's the truth. I'm a realist when it comes to that type of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's spider just literally dropped off the ceiling right in front of me. So I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to gather what that information is supposed to mean. We're live, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, like for those of you that aren't watching, <laughs> Jeep is collecting spider webs. Right. And now there's a, I have a, a friend here I, mean, I want to tip the camera down but i'm not gonna and he just ran under my computer anyway um either way so um but yeah that that is just it you know when when i think globally when i think about what i'm seeing happening all over the world it doesn't seem like things are really you know it, it, it with and with a virus you know it's runs and it finds where it needs to go and hide out and then when this dies down it tries to come back and gets you know does all those different things that it does to stay alive just like anybody else is going to do to try to stay alive and so i think that will be yeah it started in 2019 i don't think by 2021 we're going to see the end of it i mean 10 years from now we can talk about oh remember that pandemic of 2019 but you know it's it's not it's not something that we're out of yet and yeah yeah it's well you know india just had india it's raging and yeah um you know they just posted the most cases they've ever had and and i and i think that is the difference between you know we're diverging a little bit but this is what happens when we get together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um of i think about the two of us we, because we we do consider ourselves global citizens and we think more broadly about the world than currently where each each one of us is sitting. Um, that, yeah, I mean, there are many countries around the world that do not have the vaccine right. to administer yet. Right. So to, to, for, for folks to be talking about like, oh, yeah, we're, the end is in sight. We're almost out of it is actually incredibly narrow-minded. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, it's it, it, it like, negates the fact that this is a global pandemic and so yeah just thinking about that and and how that actually you know how our own because we see it as such how that is informs our daily decision making and the work that we're doing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know if i if i thought that that this we were just about out of this pandemic i might be making different choices about my business model what i'm doing how i'm choosing to go about my day um, and I don't, I don't see it that way either. So it's like, I'm on a different timeline. Right. <laughs> do you see me I'm on the mid pandemic timeline. What were you, what do you say? I was asking if you can really see me tracking the spider around it. Like it's on my <laughs> mic for a little while and it crawled down and it's all over. It's we have a, Rajib and I have been happen. talking about bringing in guests. Um, <laughs> right. there's the spider. So the spider is the first guest on Let's Get To It. <laughs> Let's ask it how it started and how it's going. Right. How did it start? How's it going? Well, it started on a spider web, and now God knows he's on the floor. Right. Right. Oh, God. Um, 
No, I mean, and that's that's also something with the pandemic is like how it started, how it started, how it's going at this point. And, you know, it, in, even in Vermont, it's like we still see higher numbers. Like our month of February was still the highest when February hit. Month of March was the most since before March, you know, like, yeah, maybe maybe we'll start to see a downturn in the summertime, but I doubt it. Like, I don't know. But I think that what we do is that we learn how to exist within it. Yeah. And that's what becomes different. Like, you think about Rev closed down, they shut the state down when there was 35 cases a day. Now right. there's like well over 100 cases a day and we're all about to go back to the bars and the restaurants and shows and everything like that. And so, you know, we, we have this um, adaptation that happens Mm -hmm. not not in the way that we have any more immunity there's no herd immunity or anything like that but people now understand where we can move how we can move how we can get around and and okay i'll double mask up i'll make sure i still restock my hand sanitizer and all those different things and and we we continue on how we have been doing because it's gonna keep us all safe and 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 alive really when it comes Mm. down to it but yeah, that's that that talk about an unexpected wrench thrown into the program, you know. But <laughs> now we have a podcast. Now we have a podcast. <laughs> right. And yeah, oop, I just hit my computer. Yeah, yeah we, we have a podcast and like that we're we you know, we continue to kind of learn our way through and um and it's just so funny cuz every time we talk, I f- I feel like now we have we do have a library of work, right? This is mm-hmm. the 30th episode, so mm-hmm. you know, we have 30 recorded sessions of our conversations we've had hundreds right, <laughs> i right, think at this totally. point 30 on the record mm-hmm. um and that's pretty cool i do yeah. think that that's something and every you know every subsequent time we talk i can always thread the needle back to a previous conversation so mm-hmm. even right now i'm thinking about oh we have a podcast on adaptation yeah we have a podcast on it's elemental on you know all all of these things that um i just think that's really cool that we can sort of it's almost like you know you can refer back to chapter three because right you know we were talking about that and and each and i'll say this again for folks that depending on where you're jumping into your let's get to it journey that these sessions are super organic i -hmm. mean really just out of conversation we kind of decide which way we're going to go with it which I love that fluidity of it and the fact that it just feels very much like a, a river flowing, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, totally. um, and I think if it felt like pushing a boulder uphill, it probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be this sustaining. Right, right. No, totally. It's, yeah. um, it's fulfilling, you know, it's mm-hmm. fulfilling to us. And, and I think that that comes out to the folks who listen to it is that it also has that, that another element of, just i don't know if you want to call it sustainability or whatever but it just adds if it as long as it's adding to all of our lives you know i think that once it starts if ever it would take away from our lives then that's when it like you said it becomes like pushing a boulder up a hill or it becomes draining but these conversations i know to me they add to my life because i have this opportunity to expand Mm. right and i'm and then we have this opportunity to build together and it's just 
and then it goes out into the world and folks have the opportunity to do whatever it is that they're going to do with it. I've reached the point now where folks that I work with will be like, oh, it's like you said in the podcast, you know? Oh, that's awesome. I love that shit. Like, I love it a lot. And, um, and, you know, when we talk about like trying to create valuable content, this is another way that we're doing it. We're creating, and obviously it's a conversation. Obviously it's a fulfillment that we're both having as individuals, but for the people that are just coming across us as individuals, it's another way to interact with our ideas, with who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I love that it is honest because it 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 gives this podcast is probably going to give somebody the most honest view of who I am as a trainer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, more so than even if you watch a video of mine on Instagram or some, you know, one minute video on my Vimeo page or something like that. Like, that's sure it's going to give you something, but it's curated. Like, I I, I edited it on purpose, you know, like I edited it to say what it says. You can see the cuts like um, this is unedited. This is, you know. I don't even know if I'm going to edit from the last episode where Kenzie came up the stairs. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> all those different things are going to find their way into the episode. So this is where you're going to see our, our authentic selves and yeah. to be able to deliver that authentic content to people is just, it's, it's invaluable. And I think that's what, what, what people gravitate to, what they're looking for. And I kind of, as I, I'm going to veer the car a little bit. But I think about like reality TV, you know, I'm a, I'm a child of reality television mm-hmm. being a 37 year old. I, re- I remember, I remember watching, um, oh, I'm going to forget the name now, <laughs> MTV show, Real World. Oh, the Real World, yeah. The Real World. And I remember kind of, I remember at the very sort of beginning of a lot of these shows and what made them these cultural flashpoints is you kind of, you felt like you were getting to know these people on you felt like you were getting to know them on their terms. Like you were actually like, there was this voyeuristic part of it, but like, oh my God, I'm getting to see reality. And then I I like viscerally remember, it was almost like immediately, always after the first season or the first the first time a show came out, I, I, I can't watch beyond like a first season mm. of any well, I don't watch reality TV anymore anyway, but like when I was sort of in that, because what you could tell started to happen was anything after that first season became formulaic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whether it worked or it didn't work, or because people saw a version, they were like, oh, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the bitch, or I'm going to be like, I'm going to be the hippie dude, or like they became characters and archetypes that people then modeled after. And of course, we know they're heavily scripted and produced and and stuff but there is this sort of like rawness like the at the I don't know so it's interesting when you introduce social media and Instagram and and suddenly and reels and TikTok and suddenly everyone can sort of be their own mini producers of their reality show or access to you know podcasting um you know it's I feel a gravitational pull to the folks that I feel like I'm getting a window into who they are Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, and not such like a heavily curated filtered version of someone like I'm you know I'm over following the Kardashian family you know (laughs) it's just too you know it's too managed right 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 Um, and I actually think there was something quite publicly about like a grandmother I don't know if it was Chris Jenner's mom 
took a picture of, I don't know if it was Chloe, and posted it. And it and it wound up getting circulated, but it didn't have like filters or was curated the right way. And like her publicist or like their management team wanted the video off the internet or the picture oh, wow. or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's messed up. Uh-huh. Right? Like if, you know, to, to get to a spot where you're like, no, the the real me can't get out there. Right, right, Like right. what? And even we were looking at something the other day after our training session, and I appreciated, like, I, you know, I tend to just follow people that are going to give me this window into their wacky world. Because mm-hmm. we're all just winging it. Right, right. I mean, even the people that have sort it. of the curated setup, like they're winging it. Just some people have, you know, <laughs> help to make it look like they're not. Right, right, right. No, I don't know. I, I prefer the authenticity. The raw. Again, the raw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Maybe I like it raw. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it to that shimmy shimmy y'all. Yeah. Shimmy shimmy y'all shimmy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start a band. We're going to start a political podcast. Yeah, just <laughs> let this thing drag on a little longer. We'll have all these different elements. And, you know, that's what happens, too. It's like you, you know, you get 30, 30 episodes into a podcast and maybe people are like, when are you guys going to talk about this? Or, or oh, it would be awesome if blah, blah, blah. And, and so there is endless opportunity for evolution when mm-hmm. something is is that raw and is that authentic and is that you know real and we're trying to be that real and and you know it's never going to be a different you on the other side of the of the mic you know what i mean (laughs) i hope not (laughs) we had to replace sarah with some of this is let's get to it 2.0 with mujib and stacy sarah and akil you know what i mean like it's it doesn't, I don't there are no standards to do that yeah um, and so you have this um i love how i pulled those names just out of nowhere like, stacy and shaquille was that yeah, it yeah something like akil yeah. um, i mean that sounds like a show <laughs> right. we gotta go find a stacy and a shaquille but um but no i mean even that like how it started versus how it's going even with this like this podcast started just like that, like as two people that wanted to have conversations that brought our own conversations to the people that we didn't have a chance to interact with on a regular basis because of the shutdown and because yeah. we weren't able to to interact with our client bases. You know, I don't think that you even really had outdoor classes going at the time. I was still on total shutdown mode at the time and, yeah. and was really just working on these videos. And so now the podcast itself has grown to this place where now we're getting a chance to see what it's doing mid-pandemic life and and post-pandemic life what is it going to do and and what is this going to offer up the opportunity for somebody to to see and to say like oh okay let me check out this person and see what they've got going on oh wow they've got a podcast let me jump into some random episode and listen oh wow Mm -hmm. this person really has something to say maybe i want them to host something bigger yeah and and maybe we're looking for new talent i'm looking for new talent and i want you guys to host this podcast and make it syndicated you know what i mean something like that so you never know when when that opportunity is really going to show itself and whether or not we are the we're in a place that we want to do something like that and 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 take it beyond what it is but i don't Mm. know it's just again it's just this this when when something is that authentic when something is that raw it it is it still isn't quite it. I'm looking out the window because I'm thinking about like spring, you know, like mm. 
I can see buds on the trees, but I don't know exactly what those leaves are all going to look like just yet. You know? So now we're in this position where we're budding and this thing mm. is, is growing, but you know what it's actually going to grow into might still be kind of uh, not mysterious, but it's still in such the beginning stages that it's not totally clear yet. Um, yeah. And I can say that with the podcast. I can say that with the pandemic. I can say that with North Country Kettlebells. When I think back to being and looking at that ridge and thinking about what I wanted it to grow into, um, I didn't see a podcast yet. Right. But that's because podcasts weren't a big thing. Right, right, right. Maybe then podcasts really didn't even exist as like a podcast, you know what I mean? And maybe the average person couldn't just start like their own radio show, essentially. Um, but here I am now. And, mm. and here are all these elements that I didn't quite see. Or like even six years ago when I came across Rev and... Did I know that when I was going to be interacting with you in the future, which I knew I was going to be doing, did I know I was going to have a podcast with you? No. You know? Nope. No, I didn't. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, no. again, we, we get this opportunity to kind of see, you know, that if we want something, we can go towards that. And, and I can have this dream of what these videos are going to do and who they're going to reach. And I can know that, yes, they are going to, these people are going to interact with those videos because there aren't videos like that out. And mm. if you go and you search kettlebell something video, this video is going to come up for you, if, depending on where you are in the world. Um, do I know what then that person is going to do with it or what that's going to mean for me in 10 years? Yeah. Not quite yet. I know it's going to mean something and that something is going to be pretty rad, but. I have so much bubbling up in, in everything that you just said. And, yeah. and and what it was making me think of is sort of this, the idea of like staying on your grind and to just to like, if what you're doing speaks to you, if it brings meaning to your life, keep doing it. And we, we kind of mention this all the time because obviously we're spiritual people and we don't know necessarily like what's in store for us or who's listening or who's watching or or two years from now, what this content will either have, you know, like, I, th I think, you know, living primarily like in an instant gratification society, people think, I'm going to do this, and it's going to go viral. And I'm going to get insta fame or like, or this, you know, I'm, I'm going to have this business success overnight. And that may be true for some, some have that experience. And it's, definitely possible and it's out there but I think f for the most part you know it's it's time attention consistency effort sort of all the things we talk about in terms of like what makes it I feel like I'm regurgitating some of your video <laughs> <laughs> on, on consistency right in kettlebells mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm pretty no, sure you're talking about that um right the weight used in consistency and reps or something yeah. um yeah. I was listening yes. um <laughs> I love it. Right? It works. It works. It works, you know, like but, I made but, that video in my living room not knowing if anybody was going to watch it. I watched it. And and just thinking about that now and so so to kind of just dovetail off of what what you last talked about, you know, we're not yet 40. I think amazing things are on the horizon in that decade. And no rush to get there, but um, I, I don't fear it at all. I'm excited. And it's like you just, you know, every, I just feel like this is part of the journey. It has purpose. And and who knows, like you said, maybe maybe another year from now, someone's like, oh, man, I just like, I came across this podcast and you guys are dynamite and, you know, whatever. It doesn't always 
you know, just happen. And I think, again, sort of like this consistency or if you're, you know, just kind of speaking generally to whoever's listening out there, if you're, well, this may speak to you, Mujib, your sister, like if you're an aspiring writer, like keep writing, self-publish an essay or, you know, whatever it is, like keep going. And, um, you know, if you want to be a trainer, if you're working on fitness videos, like just keep putting stuff out there or keep working with small groups or, you know, if you're an aspiring chef, like, you know, start, start small, like, you know, have a few cookouts for friends, like food truck, whatever. Um, because, but it's, it's got to speak to you. Like if it's bringing you joy, if it's a passion, if it's like, keep going and you just don't, we don't true, we, we can manifest outcomes, right? We've talked about that too. Um, and you just don't really know necessarily like the timing or in what way right. it's going to bear fruit. Right. But you do know if you water it and you curate it and you do everything that you need to do, it's going to bear fruit. Right. Period. Like, and if it doesn't, then again, I, I, I get into that mind state that, cause now I'm thinking about it like a tree, right? So like, here's yeah. an apple tree and, and I'm like, and I'm 10 years in, I've planted this tree and I've done everything. I fertilized that tree. Okay. It made it through its first year. Now it's made it through its fifth year. Now it's fruit bearing tree. Um, if, if the fucking wind blows this tree out of the ground, then I can't control that. Mm-hmm. You know, I did everything that I could do. I, I, I bared the fruit and I harvested the fruit when, when the tree bared the fruit. And, you know, I, I took advantage of the tree. I did all the stuff that I was supposed to do. And that's what ended up happening with this tree. It started to bear fruit. And then the wind came and it blew the tree down. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I know it's going to work. So I'm going to plant a pear tree now. And maybe I'm going to plant the pear tree on the other side of the house where there's a wind block from Mm -hmm. that direction, so on and so forth. So, you know, I say all that to say, like, because when I, and you see this in my face when I stop, if you're watching too, like, if you're just listening, then I just paused for a second and looked kind of down to my left. Um, But (laughs) it's basically like, I know for myself when I made the very first videos that I ever made, I knew that I was trying to make the videos that I'm making now, but Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how to get there i didn't know how to use the cameras i didn't know how to use the software i didn't know people were going to want to know what i had i didn't know people were going to want to hear what i had to say on a broader scale than just the people i was working with Mm. i was just trying to showcase the fact that like everybody that i work with lifts pretty heavy kettlebells and just show you that but i didn't think that i had the words yet to be able to say it and 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 to be able to eloquently put it out there to make you want to listen to me um Mm -hmm. But I know that now. And so now it's just about putting one and one together to make the actual product that puts it out there. And do I think that it's going to reach a broader, a broader market as well? Yeah, but I still have to craft it to be what I need it to be and able to in order to do that. And, you know, when we talk again about how it started versus how it's going, I've done some things myself where I, I'll look at like my very first Instagram post. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly new to Instagram for the most part. Like I'm coming up on my 300th post, right. And I'm like curating it in my mind. Like what's the mm-hmm. 300th one going to be like, you know what I mean? And, um, but I remember like my very first Instagram posts and like my first 10 Instagram posts. And, and even once you get into the Instagram posts where I start creating content that is actually delivering information to people. And it's like, it can be like me, I'm sitting in a dark room, I'm talking into my cell phone, you know what I mean? But at the same time, that entire time I'm working on the exact thing that I'm crafting right now to deliver to y'all. And Mm. so, you know, like Sarah just said, like, stick with it, like stay on your grind, 
because as long as you stay on it and as long as you're you you're, you keep yourself going in the direction that you're planning on going or the direction that you want to go in all of the elements will start to it's not like they just deliver themselves like the elements are already there it's like all the elements that make a cell phone are already here in mm. the beginning of time but we didn't have context we didn't have need we didn't have the resources of mind to put these things together like it was if you created a cell phone and you gave it to somebody in the in the pleistocene era like <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is this like this isn't even sharp i can't throw this at anything you know what i mean like it's use this is a useless thing that you've given me but now it has so much context and so mm. you know if i think about what we're doing right now like it might be small right now whether it's the podcast whether it's business whether it's a dream whether well, no matter what it is but keep that thing going because there's gonna be a grand context for it going forward mm. because there are elements that you don't know exi- that are going to exist then like there are elements that again we didn't know there was going to be a pandemic that was going to lead to us with a podcast that was going to have us say something that was going to blow somebody's mind hmm. um but there you have it and when the time came we were the people that we needed to be to be able to deliver that and so <sighs> You know, now that I have this opportunity to deliver this information, I also have all the resources to do the thing. And I also have the the wherewithal to put it together and deliver it. And I know how Mm. to deliver it. But not only that, but now there are platforms for me to deliver it on that weren't actually there before. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. So like. I don't know. I, it's, I love but, it. But, but, but more importantly, what made me just have my like aha moment mm-hmm. was that we we are different people. So we've talked about this before, like, you know, the the I can go back and probably dig into my email and find the very first email communication that you and I shared mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then follow it up with that that moment in Feldman's mm-hmm. where. Right. And this was this was definitely I want to say 2016. Right. Right. Something like that. 20, something like that. 2015, 2016. It was a while it's ago. Probably 2016, if anything okay. like that. Yeah. Um, and this wouldn't have happened even if we like hit it off right away and we're like, hey, you want to, you know, let's right. even if that was kind of possible, which people were doing podcasts back then. So clearly they were possible. But um, we weren't the people we are today sitting across from each other right right so even whatever we might have put together back then wouldn't be what we're putting together right now and so it's 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 kind of trusting that sort of things have a way of coming together mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this trust that you know we kind of had oops sorry everybody <laughs> we kind of had these you know near misses um right like kind of reached out like almost kind of two ships like hey you know just doing introductions and then you ended up at a different facility and then but I also didn't I didn't have the right kind of facility to be able to bring you in Mm -hmm. like Rev didn't have that capacity so it's like our our timing was sort of off like I do believe in um strongly in the timing of the universe Mm -hmm. um and if if we do have that kind of faith and we just kind of keep moving forward that you know the, the stars aligned so to speak and we we really sort of reconnected in a way that was like, okay, this is like this is how we can make a difference, or this is how we can, um, you know, not only connect with one another, but in in doing so, help other people. Hopefully, hopefully, people find this 
um, mm-hmm. helpful um, in whatever way you define that. But yeah, I just, I, 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 I love that notion too. And, and yeah, and who knows a year or two, three, four from now with anything. <laughs> we don't yeah the tree the, the 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 proverbial wind blowing the tree over was definitely you know covid mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. for for uprooting a lot of folks yeah. Yeah, yeah. um and yeah seeing mm. what possibilities exist what lessons are there to learn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and you know i i hesitate to say this but i it's definitely a way that i live my own life and 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 it helps me to remember this because sometimes like in the now things do feel so heavy and not to say that they're not heavy but um they our capacity to manage the things that we that are put on our table or put on our shoulders or put on our plate like our capacity grows constantly right like Mm. my work capacity even if i just talk about exercise like my work capacity is going to continue to go up because my understanding is going to continue to go up so on and so forth like what i'm what i'm capable of dealing with is going to increase and so for me right now with whatever might seem heavy or whatever might seem tough or hard or like man am i ever going to be able to do that five years from now I'm gonna laugh about the fact that I ever even thought that that shit was hard Mm. because like I've said and I said this in one of our previous podcasts definitely for me with my plan like the the way that I planned what I'm trying to do in another five years I'm gonna have two more children Mm. I'm gonna be five years older Mm -hmm. somebody other people in my life are gonna have gone from my life other people are gonna have come into my life Mm mm-hmm We're going to have more tragedy. There's going to be more success. There are going to be more failures. You know what I mean? Mm. And so if you put that stuff on my plate right now today, like you said, six years ago or whatever, if it was snap your finger, here's your podcast, go. I don't even know this person. What am I going to talk to them about? (laughs) I know. You know what I mean? Versus like, here you are now. You've shared philosophy and you've shared experience and you have this global thing that's happening to everybody. So now talk about it okay Mm. now we have some things to talk about so you know i say all that to say like whatever may come from the seeds that we're planting we'll be ready to harvest when the Mm. time comes to harvest you know and that because you know and it's springtime in vermont so people are starting plants and their starts that are happening and things like that people are thinking about their garden plots and stuff like that but you know whatever amount of work that it seems like it's gonna be you'll be able to bear it like you'll do it it it, we have unlimited capacity unlimited potential and Mm. so that's where i go with it i love that and i think that's a fantastic way to end to wrap Mm -hmm. up the how it started how it's going and how it's going is that we have that unlimited capacity and potential yeah yeah so Keep that mindset, y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all, I'll tell you, like, both of those songs came up on a playlist randomly today for me. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> and Mariah Carey's Fantasy with the featuring ODB also came up. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. And, of course, thank Mujib for uh, talking with me on this the 30th 
Mm. Let's get to a podcast. So, yeah, that deserves a little round of applause. That's no Mm. small thing. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep this up. I mean, I'm still into it, so. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) We look forward to this every week, spending time with you guys. So thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate hearing from you, and uh, we'll see where we take it next week. My Mm. name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. Have a great day.